Nai mai hari nai, ki tēnei hōtaka, welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Well, we'll keep you up to date across the hour and a quarter on all the latest info you need to know for the 95th Academy Awards. We discussed that very shortly and I see the latest to happen as Best Adapted Screenplay and the Oscar goes to Women Talking there. Uh, also, Avatar, The Way of the Water has won the Oscar for Best Visual Effects. Teachers are planning to strike this week, of course. We look at the pay today, a profession that starts you only $1.99 over the minimum wage. Is that attractive enough? And on the panel, after the massive flooding on Jan 27th, many communities are still dealing with makeshift solutions. Portaloos and driveways, non-compliant cabling, unstable driveway ramps over temporary pipes. That's in Beachhaven. And a young job seeker has petitioned Parliament for laws requiring recruiters to be honest if they turn you down for a job. Uh, Or at least get in touch. Have you ever had that? You apply for a job and you hear nothing, ever. Had that? And look, the issue of milk in first or last when it comes to a cup of tea continues. Not a new issue, but let's put this to bed today. Let's do a mini snap poll. First in or milk in last? Text me, 2101. The answer is, of course, milk in first. (laughs) Uh, And I today will be given two cups of tea at 25 past four to demonstrate to you how I can pick. So that uh, halfway through the show with me today, as you heard there, David Slack, commentator and author of more than a fielding on Substack, David Kiora. Kiora Wallace and Kiora Georgie. Hello. And yes, you have Georgie as well, Georgie Stiliano, who's director of government relations firm BRG, joining us in the Wellington Studio. How are you, Georgie? Very well. Good afternoon. Yeah, Georgie and David with us today. And oh, by the way, the song whisperer today. What is the song with these lyrics? We've known each other for so long, your heart's been aching. But you're too shy to say it. Text me two one zero one. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. Now the Oscars are on as we speak. Avatar: The Way of the Water has won the Oscar for Best Visual Effects. That's our local Weta Special Effects team. Whether you love or love to hate the Oscars for whatever reason, a speech like this has got to pull at your heartstrings. Thank you. Thank you. Ah. Uh... My mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. (laughs) My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. Wow. That's uh, Kei Hui Kwan, one winning Best Supporting Actor in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. We'll keep you updated through the show with the latest. But let's uh, touch base with entertainment man, a film fanatic, Brooks Alexandra. Kia ora, Brooks. Good morning. How's it going? Very well. And also good afternoon. You've been keeping a really close eye on what's been happening, Brooks. What's the latest? Uh, it's been a pretty good show, I would say. Last year's was arguably the worst ever. Uh, there were barely any people watching. Eight of the less starry categories were moved out of the live telecast. And, of course, uh, Will Smith 
was slapped live on air. Um, so this has been a, a much chiller show in comparison. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is hosting, doing a pretty good job, and uh, and so far I've been I've been pretty happy uh, with with the results of each award. Uh, sometimes the Oscars can seem to be uh, on a completely different page yeah. uh, to most people, um, but but everything so far has just been amazing. It's just been it's been the year of everything everywhere uh, all at once. It seems like uh, it's it's already swept up top honors at the Screen Actors Guild and the Independent Screen Award. And uh, it seems like the dominance is, is continuing tonight. Which the trailer, I've only seen the trailer for Everything mm. Everywhere All at Once. It's just, the trailer in itself is just mind-blowing. Georgie, have you seen it? I haven't, but I agree with you on the trailer. And it's been on my kind of to-watch list. But, Brooks, what's going on with the carpet? It's the only thing I've seen. Yeah, what <laughs> what's champagne, the champagne? <laughs> The carpet's looking good. There's no, like, uh, undeniable standout like there was with, let's say, Blake Lively at the Met Gala, mm. uh, for example. Uh, but everyone looked amazing. Uh, Angela Bassett was a standout in purple. Uh, Michelle Yeoh looked amazing. Uh, Paul Mescal uh, looked decidedly less scruffy than his after-son character. Um, everybody just brought it tonight for sure. Now, what else uh, do we need to know? What's been a standout or maybe unexpected from the awards so far? There's still a lot of big uh, ones to come. I see, for example, what caught my eye, Brooks, uh, the best international feature film, All Quiet on the Western Front, Germany, an amazing film. Yes, that's that's what I was just going to mention. That was a complete surprise to me as well, but it is just absolutely sweeping the awards right now. Uh, it's picked up an award for Best Production Design, for Best Original Score, uh, Best Cinematography, and, of course, Best International Film. This is actually a Netflix uh, original. Uh, they bought the rights to stream it on the platform, and it is one of the most harrowing, incredible um, war films ever made. And I think, uh, I, I mean, the people who saw it probably expected this, but it's definitely not uh, part of the mainstream conversation. Uh, so I think it's going to surprise a lot of people and it's going to encourage them to check it out because uh, it's just fantastic. It's I'm one ashamed, of the, the sleeper successes. Wonderful. I'm ashamed to say, David, this time around, I have not seen one a contender in the best picture. I know that my wonderful producer, Ayana, has, but I got 20 minutes into Top Gun and I thought, well, this sucks. Mm, <laughs> that's, 20, that's 20 minutes more than I've seen of the Top Gun. But, hammy, um, I, hammy, I, hammy, hammy. Well, true to its origins then. Fair enough. Um, the I, So is All Quiet on the Western Front in a contender for Best Picture? I, I'm, I've missed the, the... It is, yes. It is, right, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I was enthralled by that from the comfort of my own couch because, as Brooks rightly notes, it was a Netflix original and that makes it uh, altogether more straightforward. I, I actually I noticed there was a, an award earlier you mentioned for um, women uh, talking... Um, I enjoyed that, which we watched in the big screen, and it was uh, surprisingly theatrical, I thought. I also thought there was a missed opportunity that they didn't call it 12 Angry Mennonites. <laughs> <laughs> and what about The Whale? That looks like it's um, up for a few. The interesting one. I'm going to take the controversial opinion and say that I don't think that Brendan Fraser should win the Best Actor Oscar. Uh, I think he did an amazing, amazing job, but at the end of the day, it is just Brendan Fraser crying inside a fat suit. It's just not done enough. More than role was Austin Butler's Elvis. He had to, he did the voice for I think three straight years, even mm. damaging his own vocal cords. Mm. Um, 
and he just he he uh, the 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 Oscars love uh, a transformational performance, and in my opinion, Austin Butler mm-hmm. did a better job transforming into into Elvis uh, than Brendan Fraser did. Now, uh, potentially, uh, Brooks, history to be made with Michelle Yeoh, first Asian woman uh, of Asian descent to be nominated for Best Lead Actress. Um, yeah, incredible. I, 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 I think she absolutely, this is, this is her year. Um, we just had Jamie Lee Curtis uh, win for Best Supporting Actress. And I think it's interesting to note um, that the Academy doesn't always um, consider just the role that the actor was up for in that particular year. Um, so I reckon that win was for her entire body of work, basically. It was a, it was a well-deserved Oscar. So I think a similar thing is going to happen with Michelle here, uh, where it's both her arguably her best role ever and also just an appreciation uh, for decades of, of killing it on screen. So I, I, I think it's an absolute lock. And I hope the film also wins uh, Best Directors for the, for the two Daniels. It is a duo of directors, and they are fantastic. And they should get the editing Oscar as well. Um, it could be argued whether it has the best editing of any film of the year, but it definitely had the most editing. Like, if you see it, you will understand. It is just, it's an incredible sensory experience. Uh, that, that's an interesting point Brooks yeah. makes about, you know, um, what is motivating judges. So you, you can only surmise this, but you've got several thousand people who aren't working to any, well, they may have some criteria dictated to them it doesn't necessarily mean they conform to them and I think it, it, it does entirely make sense that people in the industry may actually vote on the basis of somebody they've admired a long time and thought is due recognition mm-hmm. and it does sometimes feel as though that, that might be an outcome I don't know, the whole thing is pretty random eh? It is random and just finally just on this point Brooks there has been issues quite a bit around the declining audience numbers of uh, the Oscars people just uh, are not tuning into the Oscars the way they were now. Some people said, why? That's because um, the awards and uh, nominations go to films that no one goes to. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. That no uh, one likes and no one goes to. That's an interesting one. I, I mean, I think a lot of it is that we're in the TikTok generation. Uh, nobody has the attention span anymore to sit through a four-hour awards show. Oh, come on. Um, but I definitely don't think the Oscars should be catering towards more mainstream attire. I think, you know, blockbusters should be considered. But, you know, we're going for the – this is the most prestigious film award show in the world, uh, in America at least um, – and I think they should have, uh, you know, they should try and, and, and reach the net as far as possible. Um, and okay. I don't know. I think uh, I just think it's it's harder than ever than to catch everything as well. There's so much oversaturation. So many things are coming out. Um, but when you get something like the top ten nominated Best Picture award, that's kind of like a, a wake up call for for film buffs to go, okay, well this is right. This is what I can sort through the mess, and this Fantastic. is the worth checking out. Brooks, yeah. you have been wonderful, and we'll keep an eye on the Oscars through the show. Kia that's Brooks Alexander, the uh, entertainment man, and uh, yeah, big response. Milk and last, says Miss Leo. Otherwise, the milk gets scorted if it's in first. Uh, tastes better afterwards, just saying. So, snap poll, milk and first, milk and last. I try to, and I, I tell you how right I am. Um, our wonderful office manager, Bratik, is standing by with two cups of tea for me. Time for I've Been Thinking. George Stiliano, take it away. I have been thinking about uh, why it is in 2023 that the default is still for children to take their father's surname. This has been a bit of a debate in my household. Um, I was pregnant a couple of years ago, and it's a a debate that I lost, and my my son was therefore uh, given my partner's surname. 
And now I've reignited it for several reasons. And I'm in talking to friends and having good debates about it. It's often these silly arguments that people make. Um, well, it's just tradition that uh, the children should have their father's surname or double barreled surnames are, are too long. And it seems to be implied that um, in some way lineage is more important to, to men. And I just feel like times have changed a lot. But on this particular topic, not not a huge change yeah. and still up against this uh, feeling like I'm some sort of radical feminist for being like, well, wait a sec. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I grew the kid. I birthed <laughs> the kid. I stayed at home with the kid. I feel like there's some due recognition. I also have a better surname than my partner. And it's, it's there's very few... What's your partner's name? Gardner. Oh, Stiliano's way better. Thank you, Wallace. I rest my case. Stiliano. Yours has, yours has yes. a flourish, all right. Yes, a flourish. <laughs> yeah, I, I flourish. Thank you, David. I, I, yeah. w- I would just offer this. Um, my brother and his wife had two daughters, and one of them has taken his, and the other has taken hers. Yes. For what that's worth. Well, I've only got one child, and I may only have yeah. one. So, yes. And I, I feel like their name shouldn't die just because my parents happen to have two daughters. We well, can we keep going with this because we've only got one and a half. Okay, minutes, sure. uh, David, and we'll sneak your. I've been thinking very, very shortly. I don't want to, uh, we will sneak. We will bring it up. Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, what's Wallace. wrong with <laughs> promise? What's wrong with Stiliano Gardner? Well, I think that's where we're going to go. It was something I didn't push to to too much while we were in the debate because it became very heated. Um, but. I always sort of thought, gosh, it's a bit of a mouthful. He's also, my son's also got two middle names. So there's a lot, that's a lot of names. Oh, that is a lot of names, actually. So we may need to chop a middle name in order to uh, accommodate. Let me me tell you the difficulty we've created for Mary Margaret Deirdre Grace Slack when she fills out and forms. There you go. Beautiful name, though. Beautiful (laughs) name. It's a beautiful name. It is. Named after a Nancy Griffith song. Oh, Oh, wonderful. Really? Love Nancy. You bring tears to my eyes already. It's only a Monday. Keep doing it, eh, hey, Wallace? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so a big response regarding milk and first or milk and last. We take a um, mini snap poll, not a big poll, but 25 past four, I get handed two cups of teas. Uh, and, Wallace, employers that do not get back to you following an interview, the absolute worst, says Andrew. You're on the panel with me, Wallace Chapman, Georgie Stiliano and David Slack. Stay with us right here on... RNZ National.